With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, everyone, and good morning. Welcome to our live feed update for September 7th. I'm your host, Aaron Armstrong, and with me today is Liana. How are you doing, Liana? Good. I'm happy to be back. I was at the Yale Genetics Department retreat the past few days and had to essentially go on a complete social media freeze. I did not get to watch the DE Live. I'm still excited about it. I know it's still been a couple days after, but please bear with me while I am still excited about the outcome of the double eviction. Oh my, oh my. That's, yeah, uh, it was rough. It was really rough. It was like 11 p.m. We finally finished like 11 p.m. on Thursday. I was like, oh no, what do I do? Like, I have to go to bed because I have to be up early for talks. Okay. Oh no, it was a complete disaster. So I came home uh, Friday at like 6 p.m. was like, all right, let's watch the double eviction and watch it by myself, just like in my own thoughts. It was really lovely. So fun. I wish I could have watched it live, but here I am ready to talk about everything up to date now. You're you're like somebody that's gone back and rewatched like uh, Big Brother three and you're, guys, Marcellus didn't <laughs> use the veto. Can you believe what that? is happening? Yes, exactly. It's like I, you know, I don't know. I finally got into a TV show that everybody has already watched, but mm. I still want to talk about it. <laughs> like that's how I feel. Yes. So uh, we are here to update you on everything that happened yesterday. Not a few days ago, but yesterday on the Big Brother 21 live feeds. It was day 80 in the house. 80 days in. Oh, boy. That's crazy. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, We finally got our HOH winner. They played the movie poster HOH, which was the same as last year for this Final Five HOH. And it was Jackson. He's going to take it home. That's crazy. They Holly and Jackson have been up in that HOH room for what, like pretty much a month. Mm-hmm. That's insane because, you know, obviously Nicole. Hey, Nicole, won the devil eviction HOH. I don't know if anybody knows. Um, and uh, and but yet, you know, she obviously is only HOH for in an hour. Right. And so it's been Jackson and Holly up in that room for a very, very long time. Yeah, they went uh, Jackson, Holly, Jackson, Nicole. Jackson. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Talk about winning out competitions. Yeah. Um, so so that's what we've got here. Uh, apparently, he just pretty much just dominated the competition. That's what Swaggy said on Twitter, uh, that he uh, he bodied everybody else, which I assume just means that he dominated. 
Yeah, that's how I interpreted that as well. I don't know. I need a swaggy C translator, but uh, he did win. So based on context clues, I think we can assume that he crushed everybody. Yes, he was talking about uh, the competition. Holly was saying that she got no points, uh, that she felt like she knew all the answers, but she never buzzed in on time. Uh, whereas Jackson was like, yeah, I was just buzzing immediately. And uh, then I was like, kind of narrowed it down to two and then just kind of went with my gut um so you know i i think perhaps again this is the kind of competition where jackson's just in competition strategy paid off um where just it was all about buzzing in first and he was uh, really good at that Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, strategic mastermind Jackson, as we all know. I don't know. I think it has to do with maybe like smashing watermelons. He's mm. a very Gallagher-esque smashing buttons. Just go for it type of strategy. I'm not sure. <laughs> yes. So uh, so there you go. Jackson is going to be the HOH for the week. Now, he is not going to occupy the HOH room, however. Uh, he is going to allow Nicole to have a week in the HOH room because him and uh, Holly have been up there for three weeks now. And so uh, Nicole won the double eviction HOH. So he's going to let Nicole uh, have the room for a week. Yeah, so we'll see. I mean, they pretty much had to beg her to take it, to have Nicole (laughs) take it. Uh, So that was pretty funny. But then it was really hilarious because then later on that night when Nicole is like graciously accepts that she's going to take the HOH room and then goes up there is like, yeah, so like have my stuff and Holly and Jackson are still up there and won't leave. I think eventually she did get it, but, uh, but that mm-hmm. was, they were just so used to being up there. It was hard to get them out. There are a lot of watermelons up there. So it's yeah. <laughs> to wade through all the watermelons to get to the Pegasus slippers is really difficult. Mm. So, uh, so that's what we've got here. Jackson as the HOH. Now, of course, this means a lot of things that, um, obviously he will not be putting Holly on the block if he has the option, which, uh, for initial nominations, of course he does. Um, however, as we get to the veto competition, BB Comics, if Tommy wins this veto, because Tommy is the target, nothing has changed. If Tommy wins this veto, then it will force Cliff and Nicole on the block. One of them will leave. And the question becomes, which one? Uh, If Tommy does not win the veto, it does appear that Tommy will be going home this week. And there is still a very small chance that uh, the person left off the block, if they win the veto, they could theoretically use it to force uh, Jackson to put Holly on the block and then theoretically could vote Holly out, but I do not believe that is a plan for anybody that uh, that they they would prefer to take Tommy out if he doesn't win. So this is a do or die moment for Tommy. And if he makes if he wins this veto, then uh, then one of Cliff or Nicole will be going home. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, let's just jump ahead to actual nominations. I don't know why I would bury the lead with the actual situation. Well, because because we we've got uh, we, ja- there's there's some talk. There's some talk first mm-hmm. um, that uh, Jackson and Cliff had a conversation prior to the nominations where uh, Jackson basically let Cliff know like they were talking about how much they respect each other and how much they would like love for the other one to win if they don't, which is, uh, you know, something that Cliff has told a lot of people in the house. Um, and Jackson essentially said to Cliff, you know, like no matter what happens this week, I hope you know that 
you're the person I want to to have stay in that. I don't want you going anywhere. And Cliff was essentially like, uh, uh, say no more. Uh, I, don't, I, I, don't, I, I don't need to hear, you know, uh, I don't want to know that you're going to send Nicole out, essentially. I don't want to have to uh, be burdened with that knowledge. Um, and so Cliff lets Jackson know that the initial nominees really don't matter at all because it's just about whether or not Tommy wins that veto and uh, and so on and so forth. So. It appears, based on this conversation, that Jackson is actually leaning toward keeping Cliff over Nicole in the event that Tommy wins the veto. Now, obviously, this could just be Jackson blowing smoke or uh, or perhaps he didn't even necessarily mean it in that way when um, when he was telling Cliff this. But I I do lean toward the idea that he was leaning toward this idea because he's not really the kind of player to promise something if he doesn't plan on on going through with that promise not that it was an actual promise of course but uh not really no reason to tell cliff this unless it was something that he was already thinking yeah i mean i absolutely believe jackson in this moment there is mm-hmm. a lot of sort of you know how much like you said i have so much respect for you in this game blah 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 blah, blah. i want you both to win but it does feel genuine coming from jackson um it was also kind of funny it really came full circle because i think it was i don't know maybe like a six weeks ago whatever when cliff was just trying to find a place to land after cliff notes got brought up and it was so funny he said in this conversation like cliff just needed a place to land and he found that with jackson and that was like it was real sweet <laughs> so i i believe in this instance that yes jackson would want to keep cliff and send nicole out the door if if it were to come to that yes uh so Jackson also talked to Tommy. They cleared the air a little bit. Uh, you know, like, yeah, I was targeting you. You were you were targeting me, right? Like, uh, uh, Jackson's like, ah, I was I was targeting Christy more than you. You know, uh, it was always Christy's fault. Um, and they they talk about Christy a bit. Um, Tommy does try to throw a little bit of doubt into Jackson's mind about Cliff and Nicole. Like, hey, you know, they they. They were playing the middle. I mean, you never know. Maybe we weren't coming after you. Maybe that was being planted in your head. Uh, but Jackson's like, come on, come on. We were all doing the same thing. Let's... Yeah, there was a lot of like, well, I don't know. There may have been another person uh, that really did it. I-, I was just sort of there. I like went along with it. It was a very odd conversation. It was like a little heated. A lot of, um, you know, I need to speak my truth. Uh, type of phrases it was actually a f- kind of interesting conversation because it was like both trying to speak precisely about situations but yeah being very vague um and uh and yeah i mean essentially tommy even knows in this conversation he's like yeah i know i have to win veto so like he's resigned to his situation at least at this moment even though he's seemingly trying to do a little bit of work i think he knows that it's pretty much a lost cause yeah and obviously tommy has uh a I wouldn't say it's the best argument in the world, but I think he has an argument uh, to stay that he hasn't used yet, which is essentially. That's two. I'm one. Uh, Let me make a deal with you that at the final four, I will not take you out. I will take out the other one. It will be me versus that other one. It will be three, three versus one instead of two versus two at the final four. If you keep me, Uh, that's what Tommy should pitch. Eventually. And I think he's doing if he plans on doing it, that's he he should pitch that a little bit later. Uh, wait till he wins the veto first. Um, but I would expect that pitch to come in at some point. Uh, I don't think it will be successful, but uh, y- you never know. 
I mean, that's really, I think, the only option he has. I mean, mm-hmm. I think you can you can say, look, this is a pair. You will always take Holly. You know, Holly will always take you. Cliff and Nicole will always take each other. Whereas with me, at least, like, he can try to probably, even if Jackson didn't trust him, at least it's a little bit more of a guarantee that Tommy would take or not take out Jackson uh, and or Holly. So, I mean... I think that's really all he has at this point because we're getting down, you know, it's the final five now. It's really coming down to competition. So, um, you know, we'll see if Tommy can make something happen. Yes. Um, So Cliff and Tommy are nominated for eviction. A lot of people were thinking that it would be Nicole on the block based on Jackson's conversation with Cliff. But uh, it seems as though that conversation was a little bit more kind of like, Cliff, you're going on the block, so don't worry about it than it was. I'm definitely choosing you over Nicole, though it does seem still like that again, like he he was inferring that he would take out Nicole over uh, over Cliff. But the way that Jackson likes to talk, he you know, if 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 this was like a done deal, this would have been more clear, I think. So I don't think it's necessarily a done deal, though. It certainly puts Nicole in more danger than I expected her to be in this week. Uh I I do think that there's still a lot of uh, fluidity here, which we'll definitely get to as we discuss this uh, conversation between Jackson and Holly uh, a little bit after the nominations. But um, but I do want to say that I think it's the right move for Jackson to keep Cliff over Nicole personally. Um, I think that uh, there are a couple of reasons why Uh, Cliff is a lot less likely to be taken to the end um by tommy like say uh to tommy wins the veto so he has to choose between cliff, cliff and nicole uh if he sends nicole out at the final four um obviously tommy is still probably gunning for him or along those lines but there's there's more of a chance that uh that that tommy would not want to work with uh with with cliff and there's more of a chance that cliff wouldn't want to work with tommy um i think that there's a chance that cliff might decide he has a better shot at uh you know beating in the final three against jackson than against tommy theoretically uh not super likely but the more the more pressing point here is that if they do get to the final three um that cliff is a lot easier to beat in the final three than uh than nicole in my opinion um those first two uh competitions in part one and part two very physical first one is endurance second one is like often climbing a wall and like doing things and uh and i feel i feel like nicole is more capable of winning uh a uh that endurance part and also uh certainly capable of winning that second part and then they definitely have to worry about Nicole beating them in part three. And uh, and then if Nicole wins, she's definitely taking uh, Holly, which is not good for Jackson. So if Jackson gets there to the final three with Holly, I feel like they both fairly easily, fairly easily. But Cliff may, might have a chance uh, beat him and then they would both be in part three and then they then Jackson's the winner. Yeah, I think at this point in the game, there's sort of three factors that you have to keep in mind when you're looking at the end game. One is who can you beat in competitions? Because winning these end game competitions is so critically important. 
who can you then actually beat sitting next to in the final two and who would potentially take you if you didn't win the competitions. And it's interesting because I know that Cliff is a bigger jury threat and I have to imagine that Jackson sees that, but that almost at this point in time is the third priority. You have to think about who you can beat in competitions and who might take you to the end because you have to get there first and there are still opportunities to take out Cliff. So I can see why they would want to keep Cliff in this situation, even though he is potentially a bigger jury threat. Obviously, we're operating with information that they don't know. We've seen the jury segments and stuff, but you know, you have to imagine Cliff is probably well liked and would be a jury threat. So that's, you know, I would assume that Jackson, well, I don't know, maybe that's a big assumption that he can read the situation properly. Um, uh, so yeah, so that's why I can understand the logic of wanting to take out um Nicole and keep Cliff, even though it may not seem like the most strategically sound decision immediately when you look at the situation. Yeah. And not for nothing, if I'm Jackson, I'm also and not to say that he's thinking this, but I'm also a little bit worried about Holly pulling a a Drew from Big Brother five. Uh, And and, you know, if it's if she's choosing between me and Nicole, that's a pretty clear choice if you want to win the game. And so uh, it's a much more difficult choice if she's choosing between me and Cliff because she feels like she's going to lose against Cliff. So she's going to lose to somebody. It might as well be me. And she probably has a better shot against me than Cliff. Uh, whereas Nicole, she might have a, a better shot against Nicole. And so um, that's another reason why uh, if I'm Jackson, I especially want uh, want Cliff there instead of Nicole. But Holly, kind of another story because. From Holly's perspective, she's rapidly so so Holly right now. I've tweeted this out. Holly is in the Big Brother eighteen Nicole spot, where uh, for those RHAP fans who were listening to the podcast back in Big Brother eighteen, um, I was uh, a big proponent of Nicole's game at the time, and when the final five hit, I said. Oh, Nicole is a lock for final three guys because uh, um, what's his name? Uh, I almost called him Clay. Um, <laughs> the guy, uh, whatever her, her her boyfriend at the time, um, Corey, Corey, uh, yeah, the guy Corey, who lit the goat on fire. Who yes. was also on TMZ for working out. Right. That was that guy. Uh, Corey won the final five HOH and Corey was the bigger target over Nicole. And so because Corey won the final five HOH, that means Corey cannot compete in the final four HOH. So the same is true of Jackson. Jackson can't compete in the final four HOH, which means that Corey slash Jackson cannot be immune at the final four. So when they compete in the final four veto, either Holly or Jackson will win the veto and they'll both be safe and they'll send home one of the other two or one of the other two will win the veto. And there's nothing that Jackson can do to, to save himself. He will always be available to be evicted and he will always be evicted before Holly, or at least it appears that way. Um, so uh, Holly should be basically a lock for final three. Now, I was much more a proponent of Nicole's game than I am of Holly's at this point. I think I felt that Nicole had a much better chance of winning a jury vote than Holly does. And that's because Holly is rapidly running out of people that she can beat in the end. I think she can't beat Jackson. I think she can't beat Tommy. I think she can't beat Cliff, uh, or at least she has a lot of trouble beating all three of those people, according to our current 
an analysis of the jury. And so the only person she might have a shot against is uh, Nicole. And so there's a little bit of a conflict of interest between Holly and Jackson. If they're both thinking, uh, you know, about best case scenario in terms of who to evict. But I don't think either of them are really thinking about that quite yet because Tommy hasn't won the veto yet. Yeah, exactly. So I think it's going to be really, really interesting when we if if Tommy wins the veto and they're actually forced to potentially have these conversations. I was going to say they would have these conversations, but I don't know (laughs) if they actually would. Um, But that would be by far the most interesting because otherwise I think it's pretty much a done deal that Tommy would be going home if he doesn't win the veto. Yeah. And and also, like, as far as I'm aware, Holly has no plans of betraying Jackson to take Nicole anyway. So that's not really that much of a factor. Yeah, right. I don't think that she's quite thought through who she can beat um, because otherwise, yeah, she would be a little bit more self-interested. But right now, you know, it's all about it's all about her and Jackson. They just got to get to the final four. Yeah. Um, And it's it's a particularly tricky situation for Cliff as well, because if Tommy wins this veto, even if Cliff does survive the vote, which would be pretty impressive, you know, sitting next to Nicole. Losing Nicole is a a massive, massive blow to his game because he kind of needs her in the final three. Again, he's going to have a lot of trouble unless they change up those final three first part one and part two competitions. It's really hard to see Cliff beating any of Tommy, uh, uh, Holly or Jackson in part one or part two, which means he's not going to be there in part three, which means he can't win the final three HOH, which means he will need to be taken by either Holly Jackson or Tommy. And I don't think any of those three take him unless it's Tommy and Jackson in the final three. So at that point, Cliff's best, if if Cliff loses Nicole, I think his only hope from there is to win the final four veto and evict Holly of all people. Maybe so maybe she wouldn't be a lock for final day, though I'm not sure he's thinking in these terms. Uh, and then it would be Tommy and Jackson. And then he'd have to hope that they take him. They probably would. Um, but then he also has to hope that he can beat them, which might be a, a tough order as well. So it's a really, really rough road for Cliff if uh, if he loses Nicole here, whereas Nicole can lose Cliff and I think still be pretty much fine, if anything, that improves her game because uh, she plans on taking him to the final two. And he's probably one of the people she has the most trouble beating yeah exactly and then i think nicole then would if cliff was gone would think about taking holly which is her i think her best bet um i think for a cliff you have to really hope that that part two of the final hoh because it's always involved some sort of like ordering the Mm -hmm. you know the house guests and how they went out in the season if it's something like that but not the physical component because you know we've seen the climbing up the rock wall we've seen like running around punching you know knocking down the cardboard cutouts and stuff but i saw him hobbling around (laughs) know in these past episodes like if it involves running like poor cliff is not going to be able to do it so ideally for him it would be the mental component without the physical aspect but i think that that's the best that he could hope for yeah um or you know honestly he could also hope for just it being a very difficult mental aspect um I've said it before. I'll say it again. Jackson, he certainly won a mental HOH right here with the uh, the movie posters one. But I, I, I do think he will have trouble with difficult questions that involve days. He doesn't study that much and he doesn't 
he doesn't know these things like Cliff and Nicole do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if these are difficult questions that involve a lot of like reordering and uh, and things that Jackson just doesn't know, then that may give Cliff the uh, the ability to to win, even if he is considerably slower on whatever physical part uh, there is. But I I don't think that that typically part two is that difficult um Mm -hmm. i think that what we saw in part three last season which has become instead of a crapshoot actually mental like just strictly mental those were some pretty difficult questions and that's why i feel like nicole or cliff could have a really great shot to beat jackson or holly in part three but um but part two i feel like uh i feel like the questions are still simple enough that somebody like jackson who is just clearly good overall can uh, can make up for any lack of studying with his physicality. Yeah, I mean, it's typically not the day is comp. You know, we see mm-hmm. that before we see that as like a final four veto. Um, and so I don't think that that's something that they would hold on to until part two of the HOH. And, you know, yes, uh, Cliff and Nicole probably stand a better chance in the part three. But if you're going to play in part three, you actually have to get there. <laughs> and that involves winning either part one or part two. So um, we'll have to see how how this all shakes out. Yes. Now we are going to take a quick break for our sponsors and we'll be right back. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anytime anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And we're back. So let's get back to the show. Um, so Jackson and Holly talk a bit. They talk about next week in the veto. Um, they, uh, for like a good 10 minutes almost, we're like, uh, man, so what'll happen is um it'll be it'll be two versus two in the veto and if we lose then they're gonna you know it's cliff will probably evict you jackson or maybe me who knows um maybe it's best for us to just throw the hoh and then i i can't even follow the logic of why they thought that worked like we'll just maybe it's better to even just throw not even win the hoh and just compete in the veto <laughs> yeah like if they won hoh they would then be ineligible from playing in the veto it was like very odd that like oh maybe if you use up all your competition luck in winning the hoh <laughs> then you can't use it to win veto or something it was very very odd because there sort of wasn't a through line it was almost like you know like i don't know they were trying to do like a kid's puzzle but they were definitely missing pieces it was just a disaster <laughs> yeah um and this is one of the reasons why i feel like uh in these sort of days mental competitions i feel like cliff and nicole have a leg up right like they they don't always a hundred percent you know know what's going on with this kind of thing um 
And so uh, they they talk about that. They eventually kind of come to the well. Maybe, well, maybe we sh- maybe it doesn't matter. I'm not sure. Like, but they they were a little bit lost here. Um, they they talk about how they do think that Cliff would take out Jackson if he could. That Jackson is the only person that could maybe beat Cliff in the final two. Um, and Holly tries to insinuate even further that he that she thinks that Cliff might even be able to beat Jackson in the final two. Um, and uh, Holly says, you know what, though? Pointless to think about this right now, because if Tommy wins the veto, Cliff won't even be here in the final four. So Holly is not even proposing that they take out Cliff uh, if Tommy wins the veto. She is assuming that Cliff is leaving if Tommy wins the veto. And Jackson does not correct that assumption. Um, he He's just uh, he, like, yeah, well, yeah, okay. Um, and uh, But Holly does say, well, what would happen is that Tommy would just take Cliff's place, that he would team up with Nicole and it would still be 2v2. Um, so that was an interesting thing as well. Again, I feel like it's not, it's not set in stone yet who they would decide to evict. Holly definitely seems to be under the assumption that the best move is to evict Cliff. Uh, Jackson has already kind of insinuated to Cliff that he would keep Cliff, but I think he was vague enough that he can definitely change his mind or whatever. So um, I don't think we have an answer here yet. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to exactly know what's going on in the square head of Jackson's. Um, but I, I think that he doesn't feel super strongly one way or the other. Like, I do feel in that conversation with Cliff, he was being genuine. So then when he had that conversation with Holly, my thought was, well, you know, maybe he just doesn't want to talk to her because that's uh, how he operates. Um, and so he's just like, oh, it wasn't worth discussing because, you know, they weren't going to be in that predicament yet. So if the veto is one, then we could have more direct, serious conversations coming from Jackson. Um, but, you know, who who knows? Yeah, I mean, I, I, my guess right now is that, like, Cliff did a good job in the conversation of getting Jackson to feel very, like, emotional and comfortable with ja- mm-hmm. with with him so that, like, Jackson was like, yeah, you know what? I want you here no matter what, Cliff. And then afterward, when he was talking with Holly about, you know, Cliff being a bigger threat and Holly was assuming that Cliff would go, he was kind of like, oh, should I have promised that in that moment? Oh, man, now I'm not sure. Um, and so he didn't say anything. Um, and a lot of people are like, oh, well, Jackson doesn't vote. Why does it matter? Well, if, if Jackson's going to discuss it with Holly and they're going to yeah. decide together. Like, that's what's going to happen. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. Tommy talks to the cameras. He's still upset about being blindsided. This was an interesting conversation because I've actually been pretty impressed by how Tommy has handled the whole thing um you know typically when something bad happens to somebody especially if they've been riding high for a long time there's a lot of like bitterness and uh like uh sort of oh these are bad people like i can't believe they did this i never would have done this to uh but instead he's he's been like very just he's been upset he's been sad but uh he's been very respectful and very uh very good to the other people in the house um but but when he's alone he's like man i'm bitter uh i don't know if i'm bitter if i'm just being bitter or if i because i think it was the wrong move uh but oh this sucks i just wish that hadn't happened uh i've got to win this veto or i'm gonna i'm out of here um so i'm gonna be fighting for this uh like like uh like i haven't fought for anything else in this house before so uh watch out for me says tommy Yeah, this was kind of funny because I feel like it was, you know, we don't hear him being bitter in the house with other people because he has no one to be bitter with or to, (laughs) right? So, like, he's completely 
completely by himself. So then the bitterness has to come out in the one-on-one conversations with uh, or uh, the uh, camera-only conversations because we can't see it anywhere else. <laughs> mm. So uh, Cliff talks to the cameras. He says, <laughs> he says this was actually pretty funny because uh, there's like, especially after Jackson won, a lot of people are like, oh, see, it was a mistake. Mistake not to take the shot at Jackson. Um, so uh, Cliff is talking to the cameras. He's like, some people might think, like, might be thinking, like, what were you guys thinking not taking a shot at Jackson? <laughs> and uh, he was like, well, look, first of all, I think Tommy and Christy are also great competitors. Uh, Christy nearly beat me in that veto. Um, you know, they are just as capable of winning competitions, I think. And uh, and uh, we had a deal with Jackson Holly, and uh, staying true to that deal means that we're still good with them right now. And uh, if they weren't good with them right now, they would probably be going home. Um, he sort of explains uh, pretty much all of the reasoning that I would have expected him to have. Uh, and I will say that I, I do think it is a minority that thinks that uh, that Nicole should have taken the shot at Jackson. I, I not, put up a poll. Not on Facebook. So oh. we're doing the RHAP B&B. Uh, actually recording later today. And we did, we're doing a Casuals Corner segment. And I cannot even tell you how many comments were like, oh my gosh, I can't believe Nicole didn't take a shot at Jackson. Just give Jackson the money. Like, Nicole is so stupid. Blah, blah, blah. I so, thought they hated Christy. I, they've moved on, apparently. I don't Man. know. So, yeah. So, there were there were a lot of people on the Facebook page that really think that Holly should have gone after Jackson. So, um, I actually thought that it was so hilarious seeing Cliff talk about this because I was like, play this for the casuals. Like, put this up on the Facebook page. <laughs> there is logic behind this decision. They just don't see it. Mm. Um, so, yeah. So, I, there is a group of people that think that she made a mistake. I so I well I put up a, t- a poll on Twitter um that's like which which pair should she have targeted and uh it was interesting because it was about 75% was saying uh Jack or Christian Tommy were the right move um and then about like uh you know 15% was Jackson Holly she should have gone after but then I put up that poll before Jackson won the HOH after Jackson won the HOH, it did shift a little bit. It, 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 the Christy Tommy and, uh, side went down to 70% and Jackson Holly gained another 5%, moved up to 20% that people thought that she should have targeted them, which I thought was very interesting because uh, like the reason I felt it was the right move to target uh, Christy and Tommy was because Jackson could win this HOH and then uh, take out Tommy and now they're in a better position moving forward into the Final Four veto um, but I think people are just now that Jackson did win this HOH especially because it was mental people are getting a little more scared that like maybe he is unbeatable Mm. yeah um, I mean because I think if you're just looking at it from a who's going to target who and keeping yourself out of danger absolutely targeting christy and tommy was the right move because you know now if you take out jackson who's gonna bother taking out holly you know like cliff and nicole do become the next pair to be targeted but again on the flip side you're weighing all of these different variables and so if you're thinking about who you are gonna have to beat in competitions jackson is a comp beast <laughs> um and i know it's being a little bit results oriented because he did win this hoh but you have to keep in mind you know if people are gonna be winning and go on a, a run um on these comps like that's a big threat too yeah i mean i think for from my perspective here um it, it's the the decision comes down to do you want to have to win 
three weeks of competitions in a row or two weeks oh. of competitions in a row because uh you know with if you take the shot at jackson holly then you are the next target for everyone in the house for the next three weeks and you and nicole have to uh win the next three weeks of competitions in order to survive um Whereas if you take uh, if you go with uh, with Tommy uh, and Christy as the targets, then you're in a much better spot because if Tommy had won this HOH, you're wonderful. Everything is perfect. And now you don't even need to win the next three weeks. You don't even need to win necessarily the next two weeks. You're you're super solid. Um, But if if worst case, Jackson wins this, he's still loyal to you because you have a deal and you still don't didn't have to win this. Uh, You just have to make sure that Tommy doesn't win, which should be fine if if Jackson is so unbeatable. Um, And so uh, then you just have to win two competitions, final four veto, final three HOH. Um, and, and that's, that's all you need to do. And I, I would still, I don't care how good someone is at competitions. Jackson is not that much better than Tommy. He really isn't. That's just not how the competitions work in big brother. Um, and so I would definitely take my chances, uh, not having to win as many competitions, being in a better spot, both with the jury and strategically in the house. And, uh, and again, best case scenario it doesn't even come to this in the first place but uh even if it does i think uh things are still looking much better than they would be otherwise and that's what nicole is talking about when she talks to the cameras as well um that uh she thinks she made the right call because if she had taken the shot at jackson holly and tommy had won this hoh Tommy would not be going after the remainder of Jackson and Holly. He would be teaming up with Holly and it would be her and Cliff on the block right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, teaming up with the remainder that remains and going <laughs> after Nicole and Cliff. So, yeah, I mean, as soon as you start to run through all of the different scenarios, you do. I mean, it reaffirms that, yes, this was the correct decision. Also, in terms of beating Jackson in future competitions, we know his kryptonite smash a watermelon right before a competition (laughs) he'll be emotionally distressed he won't be able to go into the dr to get new watermelons and then he's totally off his game and you can beat him so there you go case solved (laughs) jackson's lost plenty of competitions throughout the season like uh you know it's it's not nobody is unbeatable in big brother uh you know it's less less true in Big Brother Canada, but even in Big Brother Canada, uh, like, uh, you know, we we thought Adam was a comp beast and then it turned out, no, it was Dane that was the comp beast. Right. Like uh, things happen like that all the time. N- nobody is, uh, you know, it, it's very rare that somebody is just completely unevictable um, for uh, for like an extreme period of time. And, and, you know, this is the only only chance to ever get them out. Um, you know, it's I, I would definitely take the odds of not having to win as much. Um, I think it's harder to win three competitions uh, against slightly worse competition than two competitions against slightly better competition. Um, I mean, yeah, just like statistically, (laughs) it's harder to do. So it just, it makes sense. All right. So uh, also we had Jackson and Nicole. He did tell Nicole that uh, he doesn't want to think about what, he needs to what will what will need to happen if Tommy wins the veto. He's not promising anything. He doesn't want to think about the fact that he'd probably have to break some kind of tie or something along those lines. Um, so uh, he's he's still being very vague to Nicole, as opposed to not as vague with with uh, with uh, Cliff. But again, uh, I, I don't know. It's uh, this is still up in the air for me. 
Yeah. And I think it's still probably up in the air for Jackson. Like, I don't think that he knows what he would do until he's put in that situation. Um, And I think that that's probably the reason why we're not getting anything concrete from him is that, you know, he just he doesn't want to think about it. Mm. Yeah. So that's about what we had. Uh, Anything else that you wanted to bring up, Liana? Um, oh man, I don't think so. Oh, um, big brother historian Jackson, as you know, obviously he knows everything. Apparently there's always been BB comics since it started. There has always been BB comics. So (laughs) that was news to me. Um, and just the forcefulness with which Jackson says this statement is, was, was really funny. So I just wanted to bring that up. (laughs) Well, there you go. Um, there was a um, the, people love to fly their drones over the uh, the yeah. Big Brother backyard. Uh, there is a, a, an image of what looks like, uh, you know, BB Comics. Um, it does. There's some speculation and it does kind of look like this might be more along the lines of bb comics classic than the newer bb comics from last year last year it was an obstacle course where they had to like run around there was a balance Mm -hmm. beam and uh they had to like knock down the the things um i think that it really actually matters whether it's an obstacle course or like the you know hang glide whatever uh zip line thing because uh because a, I think Cliff is going to have a lot of trouble on a balance beam. Um, he has trouble walking down the hall to vote. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Like, poor Cliff is going to struggle on anything else. Like, that's a real choke point for Cliff. And I also feel like Nicole might have some trouble with uh, any physical parts that might slow her down a bit, even if she has all the right answers. Um, I think that a, a physical obstacle course type um, BB Comics does. Uh, limit Nicole and Cliff's ability to win this, which gives Tommy a much better chance to win, which would be very bad for Nicole and Cliff. However, if it's BB Comics classic, then uh, I think they're still obviously maybe moving a bit slower than Jackson or Tommy would be, but it's a significantly less lesser disadvantage um, to just have to like climb up a thing and do the zip line and they see all the stuff again. Yeah. I mean, this is pretty much exactly what we were talking about with the part two of the final HOH, right? It's essentially you have a mental component, but the physical part really matters because that could make a difference or be more of a hindrance to certain players, um, you know, based on their strength and strengths. And so what we see is the physical component of this. I agree with you. I think will actually make a pretty big difference. Um, So I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. And so it it kind of it's very hard to tell because it's, a you know, if you're going to fly your drone over the house, let's get let's get some better shots, guys. <laughs> like if we're going to do this. <laughs> um, but it, it, one thing that you can see is there's a wall that looks like where the, the comics would be. And there is a big window looking thing uh, higher up, sort of looking over the wall, which. Seems like the kind of thing that you'd look through the window to see the things and then then do the thing. Right. So Mm -hmm. I think so. I mean, that's what it looks like. But I don't know. It's hard to tell. It is. It's very hard to tell. So. Okay, well, we'll see. (laughs) All right. So that's what we have for you. Uh, Tune in tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. Eastern, where I will update you on everything that happens today on the Big Brother 21 live feeds. We will likely know what is the outcome of the veto if Tommy wins it. 
That's big. If he doesn't, I don't think he's a hundred percent dead. Like I said, I do think he has a strong case to make. Um, it's not a case that I would hear out if I were Jackson and Holly, but I am not Jackson and Holly. They are Jackson and Holly, and they might consider it because it is. Uh, if he sticks to the strongest points. 2v2 or 3v2 next week. What do you think? I've never lied to you. It was always Christy. I've always been on your side. Um, I feel like there's a case to be made. I don't think they'll hear it out, but uh, there is a case. So uh, we'll see. Um, and then if Tommy does win, then it'll be Nicole or Cliff going home. And that will be uh, that will be kind of interesting as well. I think I, I do think they'll they'll both uh, start to campaign against each other and in a respectful way. Um, and they they said as much. Um, but uh, it's they had a, a pretty sweet interaction. They were talking about how they've made it so far together and never really turned on each other. And um, I did tweet this out that uh, in a season full of pre-existing relationships, dominating majorities, uh, it was the fellowship of the zing that has now become the longest lasting alliance of big brother 21. And, uh, yes, that includes all of the alliances, uh, uh grateful broke up like three weeks in six shooters, uh, broke up long ago. Uh, they, they are not in it. Um, uh, jolly jolly's not an alliance. It's a showmance. And also, also, they weren't even a final two until like halfway through the season when Kat went home um, because Kat was Holly's final two for a long time. So uh, it's all about the fellowship of the Zing. Yeah, that's kind of cute to think that the alliance we were, you know, there's no like what even is this? It's includes someone who's not even in the game. Like, yes, he's in the house. He's not in the game. But yeah, we have two members sitting here in the final five. It's pretty crazy. And I just love how condescending everyone was about zing the alliance that includes an evicted person and now who's laughing <laughs> yeah it didn't really uh, go so well for Ovi, but you know the other <laughs> two members really did benefit from the situation <laughs> all right so uh so that's what we have for you um make sure you find me on twitch twitch.tv slash taron armstrong um maybe maybe we'll do something tonight on twitch uh but it would probably be pretty late um you can also find me on YouTube, Taryn Armstrong. I posted the funeral analysis there, and uh, and I saw this morning that uh, that Dan actually w- watched it and uh, gave gave the thumbs up. Said I that, that I, I remembered it better than he did. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, so that's cool. Uh, check that out. You can also find me on Twitter at Armstrong Taryn. Liana, where can people find you? You can find me on social media at Liana Boris. Um, like I mentioned during the show, the RHAPBBBNB will be back. Um, so Mike Bloom and I are going to be recording later today with Puya from Puya Fridays talking about um, everything Big Brother. We have um, a lot of really, really fun, stupid stuff. So definitely check it out. Um, we're going to be going through a little bit of an oral history of Zingbot, uh, discussing the ups and downs of Zingbot's life, which I think is going to be fun. <laughs> um games all that fun stuff so definitely look for that all right uh i feel like that casual corner is a very valuable piece of content. It's, 
so it's hilarious. So I'm putting together the quiz and I was like, this is actually more enlightening for strategy at the moment than like finding funny comments. So, well, also, yeah. And also no. like we, we were like, uh, oh, is Nicole now in the lead for America's favorite player after she took down uh, America's monster, Christy? Nope. But maybe not. Maybe, maybe Cliff still has the lead. Who knows? It does seem to still be Cliff. Wow. So there's, you know, there's time for things to change. But yeah, apparently it doesn't matter, even though the casuals hated Christy. Uh, the person who took her out, I guess, doesn't get any of the credit and instead gets maligned for not going after Jackson. Okay. <laughs> there you go. So may- maybe throwing that HOH was the best thing for Cliff It's ter- in terms of uh, America's favorite player. Uh, so there you go. Uh, all right. Thank you so much once again for joining us. I will see you next time. Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus